0: Welcome to Previously On Succession, a podcast series designed to help you through the fantastic story of the Roy Empire. I'm Katie Puckrick. Season 2, Episode 6, Ariestus. The Roy family are circling the sky in a private jet, waiting for a landing window at their destination, the World Conference in Ariestas. Logan is getting impatient over the stalling PGM deal and considers simply giving the Pierce family what they've asked for as he wants to fend off Sandy and Stewie's hostile takeover scheme. Kendall heads deeper into the jet where a group of suited folk sit at computers. He wants answers and asks how long till they get something ready to sign. Imminently, he is told, Ken cracks the whip. You pour the shit I'm pouring on you and your fucking minions and you ride them, he demands. Shiv is shadowing Frank in the office, upset at being left in New York. Frank tells her it was due to limited attendance and nothing more, but Shiv is far from convinced. Frustrated, she tells him she's going home, brushing past Frank. In the corridor, she passes a frantic Carolina en route to see Frank. She finds him and stops dead. It's cruises, she says with clear concern. Team Roy arrives to a crowd of gathered press and catch up with Tom and Greg. Greg is buzzing. I might have just touched Bill Gates, he tells Tom. Tom, though, is more concerned that his welcome pack in the chalet is a nut and fruit box and not the champagne and paperweight package. Logan passes Rhea in the crowd. Hello, Rhea. You know what I need. Logan spots Sandy Furness in the mix and asks Tom and Greg to ensure he doesn't get stuck talking with his current nemesis. Logan asks how Sandy is looking, and hears maybe he's a little weathered. Logan nods. It might be syphilis, he says. Tom remarks how you don't hear much about syphilis anymore. It's very much the MySpace of STDs. As they talk, Logan is interrupted by a Waystar employee named Hugo who has news that the Cruises story is coming through and they need to mount a response. Team Roy gathers in the kitchen. Jerry gets Shiv on the line. The worry is that if the news drops, it will kill the PGM deal with the Pierce family, who definitely wouldn't want to be sitting to dine with murder and debauchery on the menu. Kendall suggests they go on the attack, scare them with threats to sue. Shiv argues that playing it cool with an offer to cooperate and getting them to delay would be a wiser move right now. Ken and Shiv bump heads across the phone line. Kill, kill, kill versus chill, chill, chill. Logan sides with Kendall and also demands the Pierce deal be sped up as that job needs finishing before this news breaks. He then tells Shiv to fly out as he needs her there. Elsewhere, Greg catches up with Tom to tell him that the planned new slogan of ATN, we're listening that Tom was going to unveil during his talk is a no-go after it turned out that some of Waystar's set-top equipment actually was listening to households across the USA. Greg suggests, how about, we hear ya? Hmm. Logan pre-warns Marcia some nasty stuff is about to hit the headlines about him and wants to check she's with him. She confirms, when I'm with someone, I am with them. Jerry approaches Roman and asks him to charm a man called Eduard Asgaroff about potentially securing funds in case the Pierce deal crumbles. Jerry explains this is a guy with a serious chunk of cash ripe for investment. Logan finds Rhea and questions why it's taking so long to get the deal sorted. Rhea explains the family still feels some way off signing. Logan asks, can she persuade Nan that if the deal is not signed in the next day, the Roy family might walk? Elsewhere, Ken meets with old friend and current adversary, Stewie. They trade tame insults and a handshake. Kendall warns Stew that he should distance himself from the hostile takeover, as they have something big in the pipeline that will kill Stewie and Sandy's deal stone dead. Stewie, however, and with good cause, doesn't trust his former friend. Later that night at a club, Greg and Tom come up with the deeply confusing slogan, We Here For You. Greg likes it. It's good because it's not clear what the hell it means, so lots of wiggle room. Tom smiles and the pair have a new slogan. Yeah. Roman finds Edouard and begins to make his play. Roman adopts the cool approach, but Edward suspects Roman has the begging bowl ready and wants to pitch him. Before Roman has a chance to say much, Edward begins talking about a news station that may subtly run propaganda for his home city, Baku. Roman listens. Tom is flirting with a woman when Shiv approaches and surprises him. She's visibly jealous at the interaction, quickly getting Tom all to herself. Tom is delighted to see her, right up until she reveals there's going to be a big news piece on the cruise's horror story. She then asks if he was trying to bang the woman he was chatting to. Tom says no, but adds that if he was, then that would be fine under their open arrangement, right? Shiv tells him, but Tom, I know her. It would be awkward. Tom points out the actor she slept with and didn't tell him about for 10 days might also be seen as awkward. Jerry's in a room relaxing when the door goes and Roman enters. He tells her Edward is good for cash, but wants a propaganda news channel. Roman asks why he's chasing this guy, but Jerry doesn't reveal the issues with the Pierce deal and the Cruza story breaking. He then states they should team up, her as a dependable filing cabinet and him as a rock star type, and take over the show. She listens to his ramblings like he's an adorable, if slightly unhinged, toddler, then shows him out of her room. The next morning, Rhea welcomes Nan Pierce to the conference. She's reluctant to speeding things up. Logan and Kendall learn their kill-kill-kill approach has backfired, and the magazine feels bullied. The cruise's piece will run online that morning. Just as the pair are about to leave, Nan arrives at their table, oblivious. As they begin to talk, Kendall keeps updating his phone looking for the story. Logan reveals he has papers ready in another room, but Nan wants to eat breakfast first. While they wait, the story breaks. He and Logan quickly make their excuses. Joined by Jerry and Roman, they begin to plan their next move. Shiv arrives. Roman considers the news piece to be a lot of nothing. Logan hears that a woman named Lester was asking for sex in exchange for renewed contracts with one woman who refused being blacklisted. Jerry believes there are no cold, hard facts in the piece. Logan eventually decides that despite the various arguments, they should condemn it and move on, hoping there'll be a new story for the world to devour tomorrow. He insists they still go ahead with the panel they're leading, but asks Shiv to join them. She declines, and Ken and Roman say they can handle it without her. Outside, Stewie stops Kendall to gloat at how whatever deal they had cooking is now dead in the water. Like some of the women on those cruises, he smiles. Logan meets his banker, Jamie. He hears that Rhea has stopped answering her phone, but suggests Shiv might be a way in. Logan suddenly vomits at the table. Not in response to the Shiv suggestion, I'm sure. Shiv meets Rhea, saying they'll write out the drama. Rhea admits that she likes Logan, but is concerned how much of a storm is coming. She talks Shiv into appearing on the panel, as it would go down very well with Nan Pierce, who holds all the cards currently. Kendall and Roman are being prepped for the panel when Shiv announces she's going on the panel too. Roman and Ken protest, but a woman on the panel in light of the breaking news would be a positive move. It is suggested Roman steps down, but Jerry gives him a signal, and Rome demands to stay on the panel. They go as a trio. Already on stage, Tom wraps up an incredibly poor speech with the logo, We Here For You, to polite applause and a little laughter. Kendall, Roman, and Shiv take the stage. Instantly, they're given a chance to respond to the Cruise's news article. Kendall says they plan to do more than condemn and move on. Shiv tells the interviewer that what happened was many years ago, but they will be taking it very seriously. Logan spots Nan in the audience. As the three talk, he keeps checking Nan's reaction. Marcia tells him to relax. Shiv says sometimes a company just needs new eyes on the world, and maybe just needs a big old dinosaur cull, adding hastily she would never go after her dad, as that's a sport others enjoy. Afterward, Roman laughs about the dinosaur comment, but Ken asks what she was doing. I was just dancing, says Shiv. Logan's in a foul mood. Roman laughs. You tortured the old dinosaur, barbecued him live. Logan snaps. Don't fuck with me, he roars, slapping Roman across the face as Kendall rushes in, demanding his dad doesn't fucking touch his brother and helping him up. The family gathers to watch a comedian who promptly roasts them over the cruises scandal. Nan stands and leaves. Logan follows her. Nan declares the deal is over. She also reveals she knows Rhea has been meeting Logan in secret and demands her resignation. Nan gets into a car as Logan chases her, hammering across the window screaming that they haven't fucking finished and demanding she stop as the car slowly drives away. I hope this was useful. If you need any more help, all episodes of Previously On Succession are now live. Just search in the Previously On feed. And don't forget, once Season 3 airs, we'll have a weekly discussion episode hosted by Jamie East, along with some very special guests, which will go out the following morning. Thanks for listening. turning a side hustle into a full hustle or even missed open enrollment want more flexibility find out more about united healthcare insurance plans at uh1.com imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time